And so far, it's actually going pretty well. By the time we come to chapter six, the walls themselves are finished and the gateways are there. Only the doors haven't gone into the gates, so it's pretty good, really. But the opposition, Nehemiah's enemies, as we've just heard, and also God's enemies, are at it again, attacking. At first, they'd come round to jeer and mock, and they had said, what feeble little walls. Even if a fox goes on those, they'll fall down flat. You haven't got a hope. But now, given that the building kept going and that didn't work, and they didn't put Nehemiah and his friends off, and the walls have gone up and looking pretty strong and impressive, they changed their idea. And they are now really angry that God has enabled such success. So they come up with lots of different ways of bullying Nehemiah. Now, we might all say it together, some of us. Um, There was a long time ago, I don't know if anybody says it at school now, but a little phrase about bullying, and it it begins with, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Do you think that's true? I don't think it's true either. The first half's true. Sticks and stones may break your bones. Clearly, you don't want to be attacked with those. But actually, being attacked with really horrible words is really painful. And it can do real damage, can't it? I'm certainly somebody who was bullied at school, and I found it really difficult when girls... Um, really said horrible things at me, I cried a lot. And I had one really lovely friend who stuck by me when I was the one in the class to be bullied. And she used to tell me where they were planning. She'd be in on the planning meeting as to what they were going to do next. And then she'd come to me and say, by the way, at break, they're going to jump out from here and they're going to do this. And so I'd know where not to go during break. That's a real friend. Now, they didn't use sticks and stones. It was words, but it was horrible. Very, very difficult indeed. Now, bullies sometimes pick on something that you feel really bad about. And that's when it hurts, isn't it? If you're not sure about something in you, for instance, I was awful at sport. I could swim, hooray, I could swim. But as for running about, as for catching things, oh dear. And everyone, when they were picking teams, you remember you have a wonderful person and a wonderful person and they're going to be team captains. Now you pick your teams. And at the end of it all, I'd be the last, and and the, the only argument was, oh, do I have to have Davina? I had her last week. <laughs> so I got teased for being unsporty. But if you are the captain of the football team or the netball team, is anyone going to tease you for not being sporty? No, because it's obvious you're really good at that. But um, I found that really difficult because they were getting at something which I felt really unsure about. Whereas if a bully picks up on something that you're really good at, like being sporty, for instance, it doesn't unsettle you much at all. So the key thing is, what do you know? What are you sure about, really certain of? And if you're really certain of something deep down inside, then 
The bully can't get at you in that area. They can't unsettle you because you know in your knower that they're not getting at something that is true. So, what did Nehemiah's uh, enemies try to say to bully him? To make him, well, they hoped to try to make him stop doing what God had commanded. Under the, uh, under the seats, some of the seats have got little shelves. Do you see where the Bibles are? Across the church, there are seven bits of coloured paper on the shelves under there. You can hop up and have a little look. Where are they? There are seven bits of coloured paper. If you could bring them up, we're going to stick them on the wall. And these are, no, no, it's not that. It's not a roll. It's a flat bit of paper, a coloured flat bit of paper. And these are the seven things. Feel free to have a little look around. It could be anywhere. There are seven of them. And my glamorous assistant is going to stick them on the wall. Thank you very much indeed. Wonderful. And these, oh, are you going to stick it up for me? Thank you so much. That's brilliant. Right here. Thank you very much indeed. How many have we got, Peter? Got all but one. Oh, another one. Brilliant. So have we got six? Yeah. Must be another one. One more somewhere. Can anyone see one? Have a little look in um, places where there aren't many people. Well, I have no idea where I hid it. There's going to be another one. Hooray. Fantastic. Now these, thank you, Toby. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well done. These are the things that Nehemiah's enemies said to bully him. They said, you're doing the wrong thing. They said, come away from what you're doing now. They said, your motives are wrong. Tell me, anybody, what do... Oh, it's got to run. What does motives mean? Do, do you know what motives mean? Do you know what motives mean? Anybody tell me what motives mean? Misha, yes. The reason you're doing something. That's absolutely right. Because you can do a good thing, but for a bad reason. You can say, I'll be helpful, because I want everyone to say, they're amazing, you're amazing. So... They said to him, your motives are wrong. You're building the walls, but you're doing it because you want to be important. They also said, you're a troublemaker. They said, we're going to tell on you. Has anybody said that at school? Bullies said, we're going to tell on you. And it doesn't feel good. They said, we're spreading these rumours about you. And that, again, makes you feel really unsettled. Oh, no, what are they going to say? And they said, you're feeble. You'll never finish the job. Now, around the church, there are seven rolls of white paper. They look a bit like scrolls. What are those? And could you bring them to Peter? Oh, there's going to have to be some... Well done! That was clever of you. Thank you very much indeed. Peter, here you are. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Now, what is written on these scrolls is what Nehemiah absolutely knew inside him. 
And because Nehemiah knew these things, it cancelled out the bullying. Because he was sure, I called it knowing in his knower, about these things, the horrible things that were being said didn't have the power to make him feel miserable. Good, we need the whole team. Thank you very much indeed. Carl, that's absolutely great. Now, let's see which ones have been cancelled out. Oh, maybe it needs to go at the top so that... So this one says, it did say, you're feeble and you'll never finish the job. And it now says, I know who gives me strength. And who's that? It's got to be the right answer, hasn't it? Absolutely. Yes, it wasn't just going to the gym. It was definitely, God gives me strength. Now, we're spreading these rumours about you. He is not unsettled. He says, fake news. He says, I know the truth. So he's not unsettled. This one says... Oh. Yeah. Your motives are wrong. So we've got two more scrolls. Have a little look. Have a little look. We need all the truth. Otherwise, the bullies' lies are still up there, aren't they? You might have a look up in that direction. (laughs) But not only in that direction. We need all these truths, don't we? Because otherwise... Well done. Fantastic. One more. Lovely. Are there any more? Wonderful. Any more? So you're doing the wrong thing. He says, no, I know who has called me to do this. They are, they're not under the chairs. They're not under the chairs. Paul, did anyone find the one on the front of your desk? Yep, that one's being found. There was a high one there. Oh, I can see it from here. Well done, Jenny. Yay! Let's just make this point. When bullies are getting at you, thank you, thank you so much. When bullies are getting at you, they're in your face. And it's really hard, and they're saying horrible things. Just as we've just done, you need to go and look for the truth. You need to say, I don't have to believe all these lies about me. I'm going to go and look for the truth. Shall we chorus together? Where should you look for the truth? In? Come along. We'll say it a bit more loudly than that. Where should you look for the truth? In? The Bible. You're absolutely right. Now, the Bible is eternal truth. It means it's solid for every day and it's solid for you and 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 you. That's where we find the promises of who God is and who he says we are. And that's how we can defeat the lies that people might say about us. It is powerful to change the lies that we may even have already believed in our heads that we are useless, that we're doing the wrong thing. Now, thinking about those things that um, Nehemiah's enemy said about him, have you, either any of you children, or actually grown-ups too, haven't 
you sometimes thought in your head, I'm doing the wrong thing? You're unsettled and you think, am I doing the right thing? Or you may feel distracted, come away from what you're doing right now, and you think, oh, shall I stick at this? I think God asked me to do it, but it doesn't seem to be, you know, it's pretty hard work, it's pretty difficult, oh, maybe I'll stop soon. Or you may think, oh, are my motives right? Or you may feel that somebody's saying, you're a troublemaker, especially if you're somewhere where you're the only Christian in your school, in your college, at work. You can feel very different and you want to give up. Or they're saying, we're spreading these rumours about you. Or you're feeble and you'll never finish the job. That's when we need to go to our Bible and say, God, is this true? And we find out what is true and get that solid in our hearts. We can see that Nehemiah had clearly done that. There are so many signs of confidence in this passage. Firstly, the bullies didn't just come once. Bullies seldom do. They came four times at the beginning with the same message. They were just pushing at him and saying, we're just determined that you wouldn't keep going with this job. And four times, Nehemiah said, no, I'm not taking any notice of you because I know what the truth is. Then they came again and they pushed even harder. But he had the confidence and the phrase he used is, I am carrying on a great project. That is someone who believes in what he's doing. And that's because God had told him what to do. Then they are plotting secretly. But because he knows God, God says to him, don't go along with them because they are plotting to do you harm. And he is not scared. He keeps doing what God told him to do. Another sign of confidence. And he rejects the lies that his enemies are openly sharing. And lastly, he, he turns to God as his strength. So what about us? Maybe we have been called to do something difficult for God. Maybe you are one of the only people at school who knows God and who wants to speak for him. Maybe later in your life, at your work, there are things that come along, maybe pressures, and you think, I don't feel comfortable in my conscience. But everybody else seems okay with it. But if I put my head above the parapet and say, I'm sorry, I, I just don't feel that's right, who knows what will break loose over my head. It may be that you have got a difficult job to pursue. It may be that it's circumstances that you are coping with a long illness, either your own or of somebody that you really love. It may be that you are overwhelmed with responsibility. You just feel wherever you turn, the stuff that has to be done, and it's heavy on you. Or it may even feel that there's real opposition in some ways. The key thing is not just to look inside and try and find more confidence in yourself. Because human confidence, whether you are feeling strong or weak, goes up and down a lot, doesn't it? The confidence we all need deep inside is that we are precious to God. We've just sung, you and you and you and you. God loves you, you and you. And we need to hear that for ourselves. So next time we sing that song, let's do all the pointing round and then make one of the pointings at yourself. 
because sometimes you can perfectly easily see why God would, believe, would love somebody else because they look fantastic. They're lovely. Look at them. I love them and God loves them. But you may not be so sure that God loves you, yourself. So make sure that you really discover that and then you will know in your knower some truths which will cancel out the lies of the enemy. And that is like building really tall, strong walls that give you security whatever comes along in life. Let's pray. Lord God, only you can give us the confidence and the security that we need when life isn't easy. And we're surrounded by lies, stuff that tells us that we're useless or that we're doing the wrong thing or that um, our motives are wrong or that we are out of touch with um, modern life or whatever it might be. Lord, we want to recognise what is a lie and what is the truth. So give us the truth of your love in our hearts and give us out of that confidence for eternity. In Jesus' name. Amen.